Hey, it's your boy, Sir Rod, coming to you with another edition of the Sir Rod Show podcast. I could not possibly do this podcast without my trusty companion, Just Tori. Hello, hello. How are you, Just Tori? How's your day? I'm good. How are you, Sir Rod? I am. You know, I am. You know. Gotta be great. We're doing a podcast. Well, I I didn't say what I am. I just said I am. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Not to be confused with the great almighty I am that I am. But I am Sir Rod, so, you know. You are. That speaks for itself. You are. So let me say this to you. Have you ever had a pattern that you find yourself in in life that you can't seem to break? And, And when I mean by the pattern I'm talking about in a negative sense. I'm not referring to something positive, but okay. something negative that you know for all intents and purposes you should break, you mm-hmm. should not yeah. participate in, but it just seems like it keeps repeating itself. I have. Have you? Mm-hmm. Were you successful in breaking them? Uh, um. Some? Just say some. Say some. <laughs> None? All of them? Bad still? No, I have maybe a couple. A couple. Okay. Have, have they ever been in the form of a relationship? Uh, no. Never. Well, listen, let me tell you something. There once was a little boy named Sarod. <laughs> I'm a quick learner. There once was a, a, a boy named Sarod. Okay. And uh, he had a, a few uh, situations mm-hmm. that, try as he might, okay. I would find myself back in the same, same addictive uh, pattern. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it was necessarily an addiction uh oh! You like it, what you like? It wasn't. Well, I do have an addictive personality. Okay. I, I I know that. That's why drugs never worked for me because I knew that if I ever tried, I probably would be a crackhead. I'd probably King be crackhead. Oh, I'd be around here just you know doped up. Scratching. Oh, with everything. <laughs> we got some more of that good stuff. You know? <laughs> so to talk about addictive patterns, uh-huh. I wanted to bring on a young lady that. Uh, knows a thing or two about it. That's good because maybe I had them and I don't even know. You don't know what they that. are. I didn't right. realize I had them. She knew so much about them, she decided to write a book. All right. Now. Okay. So, as you see on the screen there, this is uh, mm-hmm. Miss Ter- Mrs. Let me not, I don't want any of our, I don't want any of our uh, uh, callers or uh, mm-hmm. watchers to think that all there's an opportunity. DMs. Don't get all in their business. Don't, it's don't, don't, don't <laughs> it's, it's Miss. Okay. It's miss. All right. Okay. It's Miss Terrica. Williams, yes. we want to welcome you to the Sir Rod Ooh. Show. Welcome, welcome, Thank welcome. You. Thank you. Tarika. Tarika. That's right. T A U R E C A. Got it. Okay, see, I was good in spelling in school. So tell us who you are. Let's not get into the book yet. Okay. Who are you? What do you do for what do you do for profession? Okay. Well, I wear many titles, many okay. titles, many hats. Um, I'll start first. I'm a mother. Okay. Mother of how many? One. One. Right. One. Oh, is it harder having one than? Well, they say it's harder having one how than there's multiple. Because she has friends and family that has multiple. How would she know it's hard? Because she no, no, no. Because I have parented one child by itself at a mm-hmm. time, and it was a lot of work. Oh my God! Because you have to do everything. Oh, you have to do everything. You got to be their friend. You know, you have to be their parent. You got to play with. I'm gonna say, yeah, you answer. Is it hard? Um, Well, with my one, um, it was as if I had multiple because she was a very involved and engaged child. Is that the same as saying bad? Engaged? No, no. Okay. She was Active. in a lot of activities, okay. extracurricular okay. Activity, okay. Um, activities, ballet, 
track. Gotcha. You know, AAU track, how high school she? track. I'm hearing this is she, she. So how old is she now? She's 18. Wow. She okay. just finished her first year um, at USF. All okay. right. Yeah. What, what are those bulls? I won't hold that against yes. her. The bulls? bulls. All right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, bulls. You know I'm so, a UCF night. I know it. I know okay. it. I know it. Yeah, we do have, what, the I-4 war? Yeah. USF thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. UCF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we won But because her money is going to USF, I'm sure you're a bull all the way. And so that that's what made it challenging having that one. Okay, so talk to us. So a a mother, yeah, you're a mother, right? A mother. um, I'm an educator. Okay, Okay. Um, how long? Twenty years. Just finished my twentieth year. Thank you for your service. Yes, thank you so yeah. much. And your battle pay is coming. Listen, and that's what I've been <laughs> asking. Pay, yeah. Like, where is that? Yeah, yeah. because it takes a lot. So what ages do you teach? Um, I teach 10th grade. Currently. Okay. Have you always taught high school? No. Um, it's been a total of, I want to say, 12 years high school. Okay. And then the other was middle school. Okay. okay. So now let me ask you this, because as our viewers can see, now, so when you get into the high school, because I, I have other friends who are educators, and I mm-hmm. ask them the same question, so I don't want you to think that's not a normal question for Sir Rod. Okay. So when you have the, the football player and he comes up to you, hey, Ms. Williams, how you? I don't play them. No. So your energy does not even. No, okay. we're not shifting. Got you. Um, and, and listen, yes. we're not even dealing with addictive patterns, Absolutely. but it can take us there. This is where I was going with it. With, Absolutely. Um, the young kids, you know, you just have to be firm um, and let them know, no, this is not what we're doing. But we, I'm sure, have witnessed situations where you have teachers. You're seeing it today Absolutely. on the news Absolutely. where the men, they are um, falling for the young ladies. The mm-hmm. women, they've fallen Absolutely. for the young men. You know, they've yeah. gone to jail. Absolutely. You know, been sexually active with them, whatever the case is. Well, but. that's where I was going with that, because when you have that void, as you discuss in your book, mm-hmm. when you have that void and the need for someone to validate you, mm-hmm. you will find yourself mm-hmm. taking on the yeah. advances of a, a, a you child get this to you. pat on the back and... <laughs> Just see yeah. and, and did you turn this paper in? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, so what other as hats an educator? We have? Oh, we're gonna talk yeah, about it. You're an educator okay. and then an educator entrepreneur. Okay. Okay. Yes. In um, what capacity? Um, I own some properties. Okay. Um, I had a childcare facility for ten years. And oh. so now one of those I just simply um, somebody else run a daycare out okay. of my property okay. in the Eatonville okay. area. Uh-huh. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, that, um, let's see, touching on home care. Okay. Um, I, home I, health? Well, we'll just say home care. Basically okay. just providing um, those from the community to be able to, I guess you would say, um, have somewhere to stay. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. You know, okay. with the funds that they are able to receive because, you know, everybody don't make the same thing, Correct. you know, and it's kind of hard sometimes for one person to be able to afford, you know, Absolutely. somewhere to stay. Absolutely. So Absolutely. if it's a home where a couple of them okay. are so, able. So like uh, group housing, if you will. Yeah. Okay. We, we kind of just stay away from that term and just keep it simple. Maybe a transition home, home care, whatever the case is. But okay. yeah, we can sum it up like that. So, now, with all these hats, mm-hmm. okay, now, in personal life, does that leave time for dating? Does that leave time for a husband? Does that, what does that leave time for? Okay, well, there was once upon a time a husband. Once upon a time, okay. Okay. Addictive patterns came about 
um, from a death of okay. a relationship. Okay. Yes. I like the way she okay. worded that. A death of a relationship. I love that. And I say that because when, when people get divorced, that's what I oftentimes tell them. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it is it, there's a grief process mm-hmm. in any relationship mm-hmm. that, that goes awry because you've had plans, you've had dreams for different, you know, outcomes. And then when it doesn't come out that way, it's like a grief, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so the book came out of Now death she's of an author. Right? Yes. So that's what, that's that's what birthed the author, right? right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Is this the first? Is this the first? The first book. Okay, All so right. tell us. So you're you're what? You're home. You're lying in bed. You're out. When did the idea? I need to write a book. Um, I would say probably about seven, eight months later, is where I got the this thunder mm. um, to write this book, um, and it was from basically being out and about. You know, we were still with our regular routines and things. And when I say we, my daughter and I, mm-hmm. um, still out and about. And then it was like all of a sudden, this thunder, um, thoughts in my mind from me seeing various ones um, being disrespected. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was more so, and I mentioned that in a book where the volume seemed like it just was turned up. Oh. Um, and maybe because I was currently in the situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to where it became more noticeable um you know and I always use the example when you get a new car and you're driving this car and all of a sudden because you're in this particular type of car you notice another car that's just like that so that's what was actually going on in my head so hey it was just like okay I think I need to write this um to educate um, to share my story. Mm-hmm. Not only that, I felt like to remind to remind others. Because you might have been taught this, but because you are so, I don't know, engaged, you are so wrapped up. You're in the thick of it. Right. Right, right, right. To where you don't see, you know how others can see what's Absolutely. going on, you Absolutely. know, on the outside looking in. Um, so that was It's kind of like to your, your analogy of the car. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, to your point of you don't see certain things, you'll think, oh, I'm buying this red, candy apple red vehicle. Mm-hmm. I don't see any like that. Mm-hmm. The day you buy it, oh my God, exactly. you see nothing but the red, red exactly. of the same car, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. So a lot of times when you get out of a situation, you're like, I did not see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were in the habit of collecting red flags right. as opposed to saying, oh, red flag means leave. Mm-hmm. No, you were like, oh, I'm create a new hobby. I'm just going to collect all these red flags. So when you realize, okay, I need to write a book, what what was that journey like? Did you um, push away from dating or anything and say, I'm just going to focus on what I have experienced so that I don't add new? Uh, right. Um, I think it was, let's see, well over a year um, I wasn't entertaining, you know, people definitely was putting their bids in, um, but I was not entertaining them. Um, just simply trying to get back on track, um, mentally, Mm -hmm. um, because (laughs) I mentioned in the book, like my hustle didn't stop. Right. Um, because my child was my fuel. Hello. Um, and you had to feed that child. Yes, exactly. Um, she depended on me and I always say, if you're not okay, and I say, you, meaning the mother, um, you know, whomever it is that is um, taking care of the child. If right. you're not okay, Absolutely. then your family isn't Absolutely. okay. Absolutely. So with that being said, um, 
you know, I had to make sure we were good. So the hustle didn't stop as far as how I make Did my money. Did the hustle come into play? Did the hustle come into play in regards to uh, relationship the issues? The hustle, and I guess it depends on from which point of view you're looking at it from, but as far as um, when we talk about money, mm -hmm. um, I feel like it saved me. Like one thing my Absolutely. mom always would tell me, save your money mm -hmm. so that your money can save you. Hello, somebody. And Come that on, was a true testament um, during this process. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I fell back on, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. because now, no longer now am I able to um, count on his sure. income. Right, That's right. no longer a part of the household bill right. or budget. Right, right. Um, so from that aspect, that was a part. But then, let's see, the budget, no, you. what else did you say? <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> so, the hustle, hustle. The hustle, yes. Um, as far as the day-to-day -day grind, um of course, that had to continue. Right. Um, what other aspect you when, speaking what, what I'm asking you is when you were uh, dating and you saw some of these patterns, mm -hmm. do you think that you incurred some of these, encountered some of these uh, particular patterns because you were focusing on the hustle? Or did you feel the patterns had nothing to do with the hustle? Um, I don't know. Um, and this is during the dating situation. You mean like the aftermath? Dating or is marriage? Is that what you say? Dating or marriage? Oh. Just when you look back over your shoulder and you, you know, because hindsight is twenty twenty. When you look back and you think about it, was I hustling too much, or if I wasn't hustling so much, would I have seen different things, or perhaps even been able to prevent some of the patterns from reoccurring? I think it could be a combination, um, but I would never, I don't think that I hustled so much to where I didn't um, intentionally date. And mm -hmm. when I say date within the, in my marriage as sure. well, you know, because right, right. I feel that that's something that you should do and make time Absolutely. for your mate. Absolutely. Um, so I think that was pretty much balanced. Um, at the end of the day, I basically feel like um, if a person isn't to continue with you, this sure. this life journey, right. then no matter what you do, right. you can be a stay-at-home mom, you know, cook his dinner Cut every flips night, and everything whatever else. the case right, is, right, stand on right. top do of your head. Flips, if absolutely. it ain't for you, That's it's right. not for you. Correct. So. Correct. <laughs> so now what made you decide to write the book from the angle of, I, won't, I don't want to say the not not victim, how did you process how you were going to share your story? Um, well, first, you know, I put some thoughts down on paper, um, tried to gather my thoughts. Um, and the fact that I waited, you know, almost a year before actually writing, um, I feel that that was a good thing because I didn't want to be writing out of anger mm. or bitterness. Okay. Um, so I felt like I had a clear mind. Gotcha. Um, and I wanted to include research, okay. you know, provide evidence. Right. I don't want to just be, you know, yeah. pointing that finger, him, 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 him. Because right. it was some she. she right. uh -huh. uh -huh. um, so, you know, basically, I guess having, like I said, that clear mind, that clear conscience, being at peace with myself. Mm -hmm. um, was this like a grieving process for you as well? Yes, like therapy. Writing this stuff with, down? Yes. Therapy within, within itself. Um, I just think it was just a combination um, 
of things, being able to get it out. So writing it down, is that when you start to see the patterns? Yes, and it allowed me to go back and reflect. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad during that year time mm-hmm. during yeah. that year time um, and before it was over it wound up being like two years gotcha. um, okay. you know um, but like my dad always say introspect you want to introspect that's right you might be listening to someone's mm-hmm. story or their that's testimony right. whatever the case right. is but you want to introspect absolutely you yeah. know before you put the blame or absolutely. before you point Ab- the finger you know what I always tell people you know you'll hear someone say something uh say about you mm-hmm. your, yourself and the first thing that a person does if they don't like it is they throw it away mm-hmm. well like they used to say you know uh chew the meat and spit out the bones mm-hmm. is there any truth in it if there's truth in it extract it apply it to yourself mm-hmm. you know and then the part that doesn't apply but you gotta be you gotta go. open to that feedback too. absolutely and I think that's you have to be an adult about it sometimes yeah because a lot if of you're people, not open to receiving the feedback you're not correct you're gonna spit it all out and you may not and, like the feedback yeah. you know? now but i like what you said though because i think she said it took her a while it took you a while and you probably did spit out and then you had to go back and say okay i gotta choose were stuff. there people that told you, you don't place were they told were there people that told you don't write your book yeah. Did you story. share it? Like so, sometimes we keep it in and you don't want, did you share it? Like, Hey, I'm working on this book or was it more it you told was, people afterwards? It was basically before well, it, was, it was pretty much mm, say 75%. So you kept God. it to yourself. Yes. To you. But there were God. family members that knew the process mm. that I was um, taking part in. And how was that? And, um, a couple of people <laughs> will say a couple of people was like, you don't do tell it. This don't story? do it, girl. You're really gonna tell mm-hmm. it, right. and um, and I think I mentioned that in here. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, because it's gonna free me. Right. It's gonna help others. Um, like I mentioned, I can't. It's almost like a Beyonce moment. Sorry, but not sorry. Yeah. Um, I can't help that you are a part of this story. You know, like I can't, right, right, I can't detach right, the flesh right, from the actual manifestations Correct. that took mm-hmm. place. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You so, should have thought about that when you were living your life with me. This might be a book. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you yeah. ever make a book, then you'll know, oh, I was in that. Yeah. So would you say your book is more self-help? It is. What is it? It's okay. a self-help. So let's get yes. into the book. It's Talk yes. to us. What is Addictive Patterns? Well, when, uh, when someone asks you to describe your book, what is that answer? Um, in summation, addictive patterns basically um, is, like I say, a conglomeration of signs, patterns, principles, lessons, um, just all wrapped up in one. And um, it takes us back to relationships, but we don't want to directly go to those romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. We want to start with the relationship Parental. with your mother, right. your father, right. or for some, the lack of correct, a which is which is your foundational base, exactly. Yeah, because everything else builds upon that, correct. Mm-hmm. You know, and statistics show that that's where it comes from. Right. Um, basically, how 
you treat others or whatever the case is, it stems from that. Absolutely. You know, that's why we have therapy. That's why we have, you know, counseling, those type things to help those that might have had a traumatic experience growing up to correct, you know, and rectify some of those situations that cause us to have those unhealthy relationships. So give us an example of how you would recognize a pattern. Uh, Be it a friendship, relationship, uh, intimate relationship, platonic relationship. Well, automatically, you know, it's something that's repetitive. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, sometimes you find that um, when something happened, you dismiss it. You mm-hmm. know, it's almost like, did I release? Did I see that? You see and, you know, we might dismiss mm-hmm. it from there. You see it again, mm-hmm. you know, the question again, but now that seed has been planted. Planted. For the first time. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Um, maybe that third time, you, you're questioning it right. now. You right. know, like, what do I do? Do I, you know, yeah. verbalize it? You know, am I going to be done with it? Right. Um, those kinds of things. But, First, it's, it's something that's repetitive. Um, and I always, you know, because even though this book deals with the negative, but you also, you know, have positive right. um, patterns as well. And sometimes that positive is what feeds you, you know. You know, maybe it's the anxiety or whatever the case, the case is mm-hmm. where it causes you maybe to do well on a test. Correct. You know, this nervousness Correct. or whatever the case is. Right. You know, some people, right. they do well. Become an overachiever based off Correct. of that. Correct. But now, you know, oftentimes, uh, you, you know, when you just said the book focuses on the negative, mm-hmm. now, and I don't have a problem if we're just addressing the negative compartment of it because I, oftentimes you'll you'll have friends and they'll get ready to say something about like just Tory. They may say, you know, uh, I don't like just Tory. They may have maybe trying to give a compliment, but they'll take the compliment. Um, excuse me. They may say something that just Tory did that they don't like, mm-hmm. but then they, I mean, but she's a nice person. We don't need to get into that. Let's just stick to what the issue is for now. Right? Yeah, right. And so I think oftentimes we, we're in this society where we're always trying to balance it off. Mm-hmm. Oh, I really do like you. Listen, you can say I stepped on your toe without saying, you know, I'm yeah. a jackass. Right. I may be a jackass, but we ain't talking about that right now. You know, we're talking about you stepping on my toe. Let's just stick with that. So with the negative patterns, when for me, it's like, you know, they have, used to have the adage uh, when they would say, first time you get me. Yeah. That's shame on you. you. Second time, shame on me. Mm-hmm. Okay. They were teaching us about patterns, then we just didn't know what they look like until we get, you know, a book here that shows about addictive patterns. So when you start seeing something that continues to come around, give us some uh, suggestions on how do you, as you just stated, identify it. Then once you identify it, then what do you do? Um, with me, well, okay. We'll say, um, I feel like you need to verbalize it, you know. Let whatever the situation is, the problem, I think you need to address it with the person. Um, Let them know how you're feeling. Um, You know, express your emotions, express your feelings. And this can take us back to, say, a child in the classroom. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, as us, you know, as we have children, we want to allow them to be able to express themselves, express their point. To a point, but listen, this is what I say to to my parents because um, sometimes as parents, because we go back to 
I don't know if we want to call it the back in the day, uh-huh. how our parents raised them yeah. and how their how parents we raised. raised. Right. Where a child could not speak, stay in a child's place. Okay. You had no voice. So it didn't matter if you was had a meek temper, um, if you was respectful, calm, you know, you couldn't say anything. Right. It didn't matter. So it automatically came off disrespectful. Absolutely. Yes. But nowadays I call it the we're in the me too. Absolutely. You know. So our child, we allow them to express themselves. But, you know, being respectful, we ain't raising our voices or nothing like that, you know. But sometimes as parents, we're still stuck in the back in the day to where we we don't receive it either way. It's a pattern, absolutely, absolutely. Correct. Absolutely. Um, So I, oh, go ahead. No, no, Well, I I just wanted to say about that also, we are, there are certain parents that are stuck, you know, this is how I did it, it was good enough for me. But also, I think that there's, the modern parents, there's a far extreme, you know, they're, it's mad. I'm not going to be anything like my parent. Mm-hmm. So they go to this far extreme and they let their child say anything they want to, when they want to, mm-hmm. how they want to. So we have to balance that, you know, and I don't think that we're really doing well with balancing, but that's another show. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that's another, another show. Pattern. That's another pattern. Uh, because what happens then when you allow someone, if you give them an inch, they take a whole mile. Well, they're not really taking a mile. You're kind of giving them a, a, a mile. And if you look back at your life, you'll probably see a pattern of when you didn't, you, you weren't allowed to sit at the table with everyone at school. So you began to come and bring something and, you know, buy your way in. And I think that there's patterns that date back so far. Like for me, I was a people pleaser. And then I started realizing I'm giving more than I'm receiving. Mm-hmm. And I started feeling it didn't matter whether it was I had been friends with somebody for three weeks or three years. I would always feel exhausted because when I would look at the friendship, the pattern was yeah. I was always the Johnny on the spot, going to do it for you, going to be there for you. Mm-hmm. And one sided mm-hmm. or I was a five gallon. They're a pint size. And I'm expecting from a pint size person to what a five, five gallon. gallon. Yeah. Right. And then I'm frustrated. And they're like, I gave you everything I had. I mean, Sir Rod, how much more you need? I, I had 100%. percent Yeah. And so yeah. I had to learn to watch those patterns. Like now at this stage in the game, at sitting at 50, I know now, balance it out. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't sit and wait for them to give everything. And I'm not giving everything. It's a, it's a, yeah. a, a mutual reciprocity. So when you get to the point, you, you say it, you know, you verbalize it. And then... Is that predicated on how that person receives it? What you do next? Your next What's the next move? I think it could alter it. Um, But at the same time, I feel like, you know, the objective is just getting it off your I really don't give a flying flip how you handle it. Right. Because, you know. Okay. So it's for you. It's not for them. Right. But also for them. But rather, like you say, rather they acknowledge it or not, that's on them. Right. But you've shared it. You've let them know. And it's up to them if they are going to move forward and make those changes or if we're going to continue this toxicity. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think just sharing. So you already shared it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you acknowledge it. You share it. Then what's the next step after that? Is it? I think it's. Back on the person to decide what their next. Step so, how is do you be. stop the pattern? Get out of it. So, if it happens again after you shared it, and then it happens again, um, that's when you get out, or do you give that? Well, I no. guess it depends on when you give that grace. And I it depends think, on who it is, because sometimes getting out is not an option. It might be your relative. I feel like <laughs> it could 
depend on the severity. Okay. Okay. Severity. That's just like a teacher and a student, right? Mm-hmm. If a child, some type of disciplinary action, um, you know, you call home. After you call home, maybe a detention. Yeah. After detention. After the detention. Uh-huh. Yes. After the detention. Um, um, a referral, right? So yeah. there's a disciplinary action, as it's a you process, would say. Right. Yes, progress, um, step by step. But then, if it's something that basically harms the other students, put the other students at risk, we're not going to take part oh, in gotcha. this step by step. Go ahead and we may go from zero to 100, we depending on what it is. Right. Gotcha. So I feel the severity of it would be determines yes, what's what. Exactly. Okay, so now once you uh, verbalize it, identify it and make whatever necessary uh, yeah. choice, mm-hmm. whether I'm going to drop you, <laughs> whether I'm getting another chance, mm-hmm. uh, how do you make sure you don't lose yourself while these patterns are being displayed upon you? Um, jumping straight to it, I think you need to have some type of spirituality. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course I could say that you seek counseling, Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, it may be you just Because it's, it's an addiction, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and when you have an addiction, when you are you sick, help. whatever the mm-hmm. case is, you seek counseling, you seek help, help, you go to the doctor. Yep. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So if you go to the doctor for your physical health, I feel like you need to go to the doctor for your mental health. Right. Um, you know, whatever yeah. that looks like for you. Like I said, it could be just you speaking to another person, you know, um, confiding in them. Mm-hmm. Um, or you might want to spend money um, on a therapist or counselor, whatever the case is, or some type of divine intervention, you right. know, right. Um, whatever that looks like for you. Because, you know, of course, you have a lot of people where um, they may it, they may go to church, they go to Bible mm-hmm. class, um, picking up the Bible, correct? you know what I mean? Right, right, Whatever right. the case is. Right. So some type of spirituality. Because some center grounding. Mm-hmm. Some center grounding. Exactly. Right. If you sit by the tree, you know, if you sit out by the water, whatever you do yeah. to ground your core is right. what you're saying they need to, to tap into. Because to, to your point, just Tori, as you stated, it's an addiction. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at uh, some people like drama. Some people, they like drama only because that's what they're familiar with. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. It's routine to them. It's yes. like I deal with the crazy I know as opposed to going out and meet a new crazy. But, but if, wait a minute, but if I like drama, is that? That's your crazy. But go ahead, no. But is that my crazy? That's your crazy. Because I like drama. That's, that's your, your crazy. Norm. That's yeah. my norm. Yeah, it is. But, but. It may be crazy to you. Yes. But to me. But see, it's the problem normal. is with your crazy, you don't tend to keep it to you. <laughs> you tend to give it to all of us. That's where it becomes a problem. Now. So, so yeah. is that my addictive p- pattern because I like drama? Yes. Yes. Is that will so? Well, maybe I have some. <laughs> maybe it's, we but we're not talking about when you like but to no, watch World saying, Star or something but like if that. If it's my norm, right? If it's my norm, right? But so, that goes back to that goes back to because I'm point thinking of foundation. addictive patterns is something that's harmful to me. My mental health or my physical health? Not that's necessarily only to of, you, right? though. But Go that's how I'm taking it as if I have an addictive pattern, it's something that's harmful to me. If I'm attracted to drama. But you could be inflicted on I your children like, or your spouse. But again, it's looking within myself. I'm thinking I'm not seeing it yet, right? I don't see Perhaps. it. Perhaps. Um, maybe if I harm someone else, 
maybe if I my kids grow up and I realize, oh crap. Yeah, mm-hmm. they go to therapy and I'm sitting in there and I'm like, oh, hey, hey, look, you you're, you're in therapy and they're like, you're the problem. That mom. could be 20, 30 years. It could be. I don't cause this issue and I didn't realize it. Exactly. Right. And that was my wake up call. Right. Yeah. Um, that's feel, like you said, it's my norm. I'm thinking, oh, I always drama seems to come to me. OK, let's do this. Mm. And right? I feel as families, we should um, have those sit downs. Mm-hmm. Um, those round table discussions. And say, girl, you know you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we should do. Well, no, yeah. I had to sit down with my son once because I felt like he, I would ask him stuff and I was like, when I ask you these questions, right. is it causing you anxiety? Right. And he looked at me and was like, yes. Right. And, and I apologized and I was right. like, what's the best way to get you to wash these dishes? <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, it was like, how should we communicate? Gotcha. Because I saw it in him yeah. And he couldn't get it out. And I right. was like, let's take a deep breath. Gotcha. And that was an eye opener. And he was like 13. And I was like, okay, mm. the way I'm speaking to you is that might causing have been something you. else. So we'll go ahead. No, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> but for me to see it in his face and how, sure. and I didn't want him to grow up to just tell me what I want to hear. Right. And I'm trying to dig. Right. And I said, okay, let's stop. Right. What I'm doing and asking these questions, how are you feeling? But see that in and itself, that in itself though is you looking yeah. for the pattern. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that introspection, mm-hmm. okay? Because you have to realize, one, I think it's always important to know that you can you can be wrong. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that's I'm really big on that. Just you can be wrong. You don't mm-hmm. always you you can't always be right. Even sometimes when you think you're doing right. You could, it could be harming someone else, okay? And I so think when I saw be, it in his face, I was like, okay. Yeah, you realize I'm something's off. this. Yeah. Because it's kind of like if I'm right trying thing. to talk with you and your reaction is so explosive, I should at some point in time pause and what say, What did I say or how did I say that? Maybe it wasn't so much yeah. her reaction as opposed to what did I say, mm-hmm. right? The but cause to it. the point of the pattern, if I grew up in a household where everyone argued and I'm arguing with you, you're thinking, wow, he argues a lot. I may be thinking, oh, I'm communicating. I never argue. This is the way we talk, talk. right? Your norm. The norm. That's what I get right. at. That's right. your norm. Right. And mm-hmm. so that's when you have to have people around you, to your point, that you trust. Yeah. And as you were stating in the book, you have to have that circle that, that holds you accountable to, hey. Mm-hmm. Hey, you yeah. know, everybody don't yell at each other right. all the time. Right. right. And, really? pa- and, right. and then yeah. you have to pause and say, okay, if you've had five relationships, and four of them have broke up because, you know, you're quick tempered mm-hmm. or you put your hands on somebody or you mess manage money or whatever it is. Yeah. Then you have, there's a pattern there. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's now, not them. but maybe you. Right. And you have to go back to find out from the foundation. Where did this come from? Why mm-hmm. am I this way? You know, I think that's where you come. Therapy. You may have to or find some type of spirituality. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, you one one pattern of my own. Just a moment of transparency here. My mother, and I think I've shared this with your story before, my mother, when I would get in trouble as a child, would go silent. She wouldn't talk to you. Drove me crazy. Then when I started dating, guess what type of women I was dating? Same type. Same type. And so to present day, wife mm-hmm. gets angry, goes silent. When we were dating, I said, whoa, 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 that won't work. We, wait, that's not going to work. Tell me. Let me know where we stand mm-hmm. so that way I know, but I realized that that pattern kept coming to me. 
I think that's just us as women, FYI. No, no. What, it, it probably is. She don't want to say it. Yeah, it probably is. I'm going to say it. <laughs> it probably I'm gonna is. Say it. But we just, we, just, we just go Some quiet. patterns come to you. Because if we don't go quiet, they're not necessarily what you're doing, right? Yeah. And so uh, I think when we look at addictive patterns, we can't only just look at ourselves. We have to look at what keeps coming to you. Because mm-hmm. I'm a big proponent of when life keeps throwing the same lesson to you, it's something you're not oh, learning. Oh, yeah, you got to stop. It's yeah. something you're not learning. And so for me... Previously, in previous relationship, I would blow a gasket because I was angry with my mother. I couldn't say to her, "Just talk to me. Tell me what the problem is." Oh yeah, you can't say that to your mom. Right? I couldn't say. Not I know to your mind. mom. Not to mine. That wouldn't have happened. There would be no Sir Raj show. Oh, it, it, <laughs> it would be a laugh. That would have been a sorry to inform you. Yeah, he probably would have got a podcast at one day. That's probably what we'd be talking about now because that yes. wouldn't have happened. Your mama don't play. No, that at all. And so <laughs> I knew then coming, these patterns kept coming at me. Right. So I then. One, to your point, I had to communicate. Listen, that doesn't work for me. I can be wrong, and I'm okay with you telling me I'm wrong, but I need you to tell me. And I think that's what we said at the beginning, right? That foundation is how you grew up your parents. Mm -hmm. Um, If you had both parents or not, I think that's the foundation, and Mm -hmm. that's why you reacted that way because you couldn't reach out and yell at your mom. There was nothing I could say. But you can yell, well, talk, speak to your spouse. Yeah, I can tell you off the top. So we don't get there. Now, if you continue to do it after we've had this conversation – then now you're giving me a pattern I don't want. Right. So now did that, you that, did you trigger you to say I, I think I'm dating my mom? At more than once. Okay, maybe that's what <laughs> more it came than from. once. Let's move because on to the Because things do come to you. Because yeah. things do yeah. come to you based on. But that is something also that I briefly touch on in the book. Um, but I, from the perspective of women, um, how we basically are attracted to our dad, mm-hmm. whether he was mm-hmm. present or not. Mm-hmm. It might be a physical attraction, whether whether he was short, tall, yeah. um, the physical physique, right. um, or the personality. Right. Um, you know, it yeah. could be one of those type things right. we typically fall for. for. That. And men do it as well. Yeah. Men yeah. do it as well with women. Yeah. you yeah. was the first man to treat yeah. you, make you feel special. Perhaps. No, I'm saying perhaps because. But the, most, that's what I'm saying though. Or like you say, like the, like I'm looking for that male attention now mm-hmm. or that type I, yeah, of affection. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time. You're time, always I think right the, kind of thing. I, yeah. I haven't, we have to do another podcast on we that too to. because uh, moms and dads do a disservice to their children mm-hmm. in that capacity. And those can, develop yeah. patterns because the dad allows the, the daughter to think the son does not get up until, he, until she puts her feet on the ground. So she goes around with this mm-hmm. false sense of, I'm everybody's queen. No, exactly. you're not. Punky. No, you're not. Your, your breath stink in the morning and you fart and it stinks too. But the first man <laughs> she looked at told her she was. Told her she was so everything. He wouldn't and lie then, to her. And he definitely couldn't lie to her. And yeah. then the the, the, the uh, females, what they do with the sons is they almost idolize him. He's the man of the house. So he grows up five years old thinking like he's the man. The man. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then if another man even moves in, it's like, hold on, you, you need to get behind my son. That ain't going to happen. Not with a grown man. You know, that, that ain't going to yeah. happen. <laughs> Your son come out and his son on the front mm-hmm. porch. Why you put my baby out there? Because I told him to clean up that yard. So, you know, those are patterns that we see over and over. So now when you wrote the book, after a year of writing the Two book, years, you said? Right? Two Well, the first oh, year was her... I guess you would say the her healing getting my process. mind right. Yeah, yes, you get your it. mind right. The healing okay. process. But it only took me seven months to actually write the book. Oh, um, you had some stuff on your mind. <laughs> Let me write seven this down months, real quick. And then, you know, from there, finishing the process of the editing, you know, okay. that type thing. But it was written. So when, you, okay, now. The book is done. It's done. Do you feel lighter? Do you feel, oh, my God, what am I going to, how do I 
Walk I feel around. I definitely feel lighter. Um, I'm thankful and I'm glad that I did move forward um, with that that thought that mm. was thundered. Um, gotcha. And here we are today. Um, I've been getting a lot of feedback from women. Um, you know, they see um, themselves. You know, yeah, sure. in the story that I have what told. about men? Have men told you? Yes, they see the themselves? same thing with men. Um, and I've enjoyed the honesty from the men, you know, that have expressed, you know, that they used to do these things. Some Mm -hmm. say that they still do these things, you know, but they're trying to get it together. Mm -hmm. Um, Because one of the the main things I I talk about in here, because I give them kudos, you know, especially to the men that have been there for their child, rather, you know, they're with the woman or not. Um, But, you know, they share out their story as far as that, um, where they might have, you know, gone wrong or whatever the case, because the woman has made it difficult mm-hmm. for them That's to see another the child. show. Yeah, yeah. Another. let's write that down, Phil. We want to do a show on that. I'm talking to the editor right now. Carry okay. on. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've gotten feedback from the male just as much mm-hmm. as um, the women. I'll say more so women, but there's been a lot of guys as well. Do you believe a person has to have a rock bottom moment to break a negative pattern? For some, um, I don't know if I would come to Jesus call it a, a rock bottom, but have been knocked off their rocker. Mm. We'll say it like that. Mm. Um, I always say, you know, listen to that small, still voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes there are different things that do happen in your in your life that cause you to just be still. Gotcha. You Can know? you tell us about a time mm. you had to? You had that moment where your knees locked up and said, okay, we're not going another further right here. We're going to stop right here, and we're going to process this. Um, I would say, let's see. Well, most current, you know, like I said, the death. Um, but before then, um, just, I don't know. Like, I don't even know how to. The death. <laughs> the death. That's it. So now, with, <laughs> when did you, after the death, of the relationship. Did, how long did the relationship last? Seven years. Seven we were years. married seven years, okay. together eight years. Okay. So after eight years, mm-hmm. you get out of that and you do a sabbatical for? <laughs> okay. So okay. now with the, with the getting your mind right and deciding to write the book, when you finish with the book, do you notify said individual, hey, I got a book out, and you may be the subject of said book? No, I notified my attorney, and we discussed to make sure. Everything was, uh gotcha. And I I spoke with my publishing company to make sure everything was aligned, um, and I didn't have to worry about, you know. So basically you're saying you didn't give a damn about what. Ah, in a nice way. Legally. Okay. Legally. Um, yeah. And if you try to cut up. Yeah, I already got it on my eyes. Because okay. at this point. it's not about I, you. Right. We're trying to get a story across. We're right. trying to help others, help our Heal, community. set free. You Absolutely. know, male, right. female. We're trying right. to help the community because I always say it's the children 
that are the biggest losers absolutely. when absolutely. there's a situation between adults, a, in, you know, in, in a relationship, absolutely. regardless, absolutely. because sometimes we're so big on trying to get our point across mm-hmm. to where we forget that we have babies looking absolutely. at us. Rather, absolutely. they came from your loins absolutely. or you you adopted them Correct. or you stepped them, Correct. you know, Correct. like I like to say, I, there was no stepping anything, Absolutely. no half stepping Absolutely. because once we did this union it's thing. It's a one. Right. It's a one, right. So, and I always say you, you don't eat off my step bed. You don't eat under my step. You don't sleep right. under my step roof. Right. You know, uh, but now, and also to your point about, I'm learning this. Now, this is, this is probably a two year lesson that I've learned here. Mm-hmm. Probably it's only about two years that I learned this. I, well, maybe I knew it, but I never considered it. When your children sit with other children, the children in the family, and they sit and talk about what happens in each household. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like, now I remember being a child and doing that. Well, I don't think we really did it because our household was kind of boring. And my dad died when I was seven, and, mm-hmm. you know, my mother never remarried. So we didn't have any drama to really discuss. <laughs> so we would listen to other family members discuss their drama. We'd be like, what? They did what? You got mm-hmm. somebody living in the house? But now to be older yeah. and having a child that's sitting around with her peer group and they're like, yeah, my parent did this and my dad did this. And it's like, whoa, uh-oh, be careful. Because yeah. now you're creating patterns and you don't want any of those negative patterns. And then years later, you're like, where did you get that from? Uh, actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> we yeah. see that every Thursday night mm-hmm. when such and such would happen oh, yeah. or whatever. You know, so those are uh, the... Uh, and again, type. you hear about it. I'm sorry to cut no, no, you no, off. Go ahead. In the classroom, because you know, like Absolutely. I said, as an educator, oh, yes. so oh, yeah. the kids they're gonna tell they're gonna tell it, um, rather they realize it's wrong or not. Because that's their going norm. Back to their norm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like no, they don't even know not baby. to tell it. Right. Exactly. Yeah, they don't even exactly. Know not to tell it. So again, because you have different personalities, I have you know different households right. that mm-hmm. I have to right. communicate with. And as an educator, you can't be like. Mm-hmm. Got to keep the straight wait, face. Wait, baby. Tell me that again. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> wait, your, your mama did I just saw last week? Mm-hmm. Did what? You know, so you have to, it's kind of yeah. like, like my, my uh, face when I look on Facebook and I see people that, for all intents and purposes, are doing the thing. They're in Dubai here. They're in Valley. They're in such and such. And then somebody dies and they're like, can we do a GoFundMe? Not right. for that person. That person was just in Switzerland last week. How, you know, that type of life insurance. And not never. Yeah. So, but those are patterns. Mm-hmm. Those are patterns. So, what do you think that would be, or what do you not, what do you think? What do you hope would be your takeaway from the book? From writing um, the book? What do you, what do you hope to deposit in people that read it? Um, just letting them know that basically, um, there is life after death, mm. um, and we can take that spiritually, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> psychologically. Um, just letting them know that um, there's a resurrection, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's most importantly, you know, most important because you want to be able to get up mm. from from that, yeah, that valley, right? You right, know. Right. Um, and just continue your day to day. So that would be the takeaway because there is power in the resurrection. Absolutely. Is, is there another book? <laughs> there will the be. Um, yes. Some thoughts totally different about it. or piggyback off it's of that? It's a piggyback, um, but I've kind of put it on hold and I want to do something for the kids. Okay. okay. Um, but yes, um, 
it's a piggyback that's already in motion. But again, like I said, I've put it on hold a bit. Gotcha. And where can we find this book? Oh, yes. You can find hold this. It up. Hold it up so the people can see. Addictive Patterns. You can find this on the three major distributions. Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, okay, and Books Amelia. Yes, gotcha. you can find them there. And All so, right. what is what's the cost for that? Fourteen ninety nine. Fourteen ninety. Okay, uh -huh. so fifteen dollars. So for forty five dollars, you can buy three. And what I always <laughs> say is, buy yourself one. By somebody you love one and somebody you don't mm -hmm. like one. Exactly. Okay? And so we can heal the world if we get all three of those people a book. All right? So for 45 You know, Father's Day coming up. No, I don't. Listen, absolutely <laughs> not. No. Now, listen, I really support you. Father's I honestly do. Up. No, ma'am. You're not going to. Listen, ties, hey, socks. Phil, are, put the camera on me. Ties and socks Father's are no longer available. And a book a, is unacceptable as well. Okay? No. <laughs> so let's do the before Father's Day. That's fine. That you want to tell After him Father's Day is fine. But no, not we don't want it. No, 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 no. I have to draw book. the line. Yeah, Give exactly. For him to throw it. It is not airborne. Well, not, that's the pattern. That's <laughs> the problem right there. Well, you daddy. already know your daddy. So you know he's going to toss it. So don't give it to him. Allow him to <sighs> give it to him the day after or the day before. What right? if we give you the book? Um, and take you to a resort or something. Now, thank you. you. Can read we can book. relax. Yes. Right now, now you're talking. Right. See? Absolutely. Absolutely. Happy Father's Day. Right. But just Tory does not operate that way. He would have gotten a book unwrapped just here yeah not not even here huh huh hung on your book right here i've been trying to tell you okay. this for the longest <laughs> i didn't say it it's right here in black and white now what you gonna do let about me know that? what you identify yeah. with exactly look at page 30 on the on the sir rod show i always give a segment called sir rodology and as i think about addictive patterns i oftentimes think about when you are in life and you continue to see the same things over and over and over whether it's good or bad, you know, it's always best to kind of pause, go inside to say, okay, is this a lesson I need to learn? If it is a lesson you need to learn, then you have to figure out how do I unravel the pattern? Because crazy is not just going to keep coming to you. Mm -hmm. If crazy keeps coming to you, it's because you're crazy. You know, mm -hmm. you're attracting mm -hmm. what you yeah. are. Mm -hmm. And so, and I don't mean to, to make light of mental health issues. I don't mean to in any capacity. But we have to take ownership in what we bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And what we bring to the table in life is patterns. Right. And so what I appreciated about your book is that you take the time to advise individuals, look at the things that keep coming to you mm -hmm. and realize there's a cycle to this. This yeah. is not just happen chance, you know. It is not, oh, well, I don't know why I keep attracting these same type of people. Mm -hmm. It's because you're putting out the same thing, mm -hmm. you know. They always say uh, you you attract what you, uh, what you expel. Mm -hmm. And so if you know that you like crazy, you know, like I... I, I like drama. You like drama, mm -hmm. you know. And one of the reasons why I, I married Mrs. Sir Rod is because I was accustomed to... My pattern was I came in when as I chose. I, there was no... I didn't have to answer to somebody. So then when she came in with some, well, listen, listen, I understand your phone usually rings at 10, 11 o'clock at night. Okay. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Uh, I understand you... you Boundaries. That, so I wasn't used to that. I was attracted. No, I was attracted to the growth of the boundary. Yeah. Because it allowed me to get my proper rest. Then I could think better. Then I could make better professional decisions. And for the then family. For mm -hmm. the family. But yeah. when I was running and burning the counter at both ends, because my pattern was do what turns you on, you know, go when yeah. you want to, come when you want to, and don't, you know, there's no. 
There's no recourse. So I think that as you begin to recognize your patterns in life, then you will realize that you can take control of them. So the, the serology of it is stop using excuses of having a pattern. It's a pattern. That's just who I am. That's mm-hmm. not true. Yeah. That's not true. You can be better. You yeah. just have to want to be better. That's just how I am. That's just who you I am. Have to get yeah. used to. And, and, and I hate to hear people say in a relationship, they're trying to change me. Well, every good relationship will change you. Yeah. Every good relationship will change. I don't care if it's a friendship, if it's an intimate relationship, it will change you. It should change you for the better because they're going to hold you accountable. You know, they're going to tell you when your slip is hanging, as you know, the old people used to say, your slip is hanging, baby, come here. You know, mm-hmm. you walk into the room, everybody doesn't have to see you first. Just walk in and be a part of the, the you know, hey, okay, right. you know. So I, I, I think that I actually appreciate it. And I'm going to do what I said. I'm going to get the three books. Okay. And uh, I'm going to give out the two. The one is already taken care of because that's me. Mm-hmm. But then I'm going to give out the two. But then I'm, I struggle with somebody I don't like because I really don't have those people in my circle. So what I'm going to have to do is just give it to somebody because I don't I don't waste energy on not liking people. Well, but you just save I, it. Maybe you're talking to a friend and you're trying no, to I'll convince get another them. One. And no. you say, hey, maybe you should read this. I'm not going to save it. To I'm gonna give, I'm going to go ahead and give the three because that's how I do. If, I, if I'm going to support you, I'm going to get three. Me, them, and who I don't like or who okay. doesn't like me. But, oh, I did just think of somebody who doesn't like me. Uh-oh. I'd have to send this to them, though, Uh-oh. anonymously. Now they're going to know. Uh-oh. Now they going to know. Anonymously. Uh-oh. Well, if he's watching the show, then, you know, he's the one I like, buddy. You know? <laughs> but, no. Oh, my God. I, uh, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to come on to the yes. Survive Show. Thanks for having we, me. You're having a, a book signing? Yes. Actually, a book launch. And I say launch because it's going to be more like an event. All right. Okay. Um, this Friday coming up. At 6 p.m. at okay. the Winter Park Event Center, um, semi-formal. Okay. Um, now, now we now let, let me just. I don't want people to see this and think they can fly into Florida for this because oh. you know we're okay. we're we're, we're yeah. global. I mean, we're not just local. But for those that are local, were there tickets sold? Um, free tickets. Um, oh. You can find it on Eventbrite.com. Oh. Okay. Type in the book title. Addictive, Addictive patterns. patterns. Yes. Um, we have a few tickets left. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And they're free. And so they are free. Yes. And what is the attire? Semi-formal. Semi-formal. So that means, you know, as your grandma used to say, you got to get all gussied ready. up. Yes. Yeah, you okay. got to be gussied up. You got to cast it up. clean, whatever you need. I don't know what the, the modern vernacular is nowadays what do they say you know just be camera you gotta have that drip yeah you gotta have that drip selfie you gotta have that drip yeah 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 you know. no they don't yeah say that no more. they do say drip they just said it last week yeah, they just said it last I week. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Not on Beyonce's internet. Well, I dare not go against Beehive. Now, whatever they say <laughs> it is, but let me tell you something. I'm building a show. I'm not going against the Beehive. No, that we don't have to worry no. about. But I, we do want to tell you thank you yes, for coming on to the Sir Rod Show. And as always, just Tori, it was always great Somewhere. having a conversation with you. You too, sir. Uh, you're getting ready to go on vacation. Yes. Oh, it's, it must be nice. So you're going to come back rejuvenated with plenty of questions and opinions and no. <laughs> well, in other words, you're going to go and really be on vacation? Yes. All right. Well, I'll stay here and hold the fort I, I down. I broke a pattern. What's, what is the pattern for you? In I didn't regard? go on vacations. So now I'm going on a vacation. Okay. Yeah. See, and, and I always thing. went on mm-hmm. vacation. That was my pattern. Vacation more than wanting. I, did, I still don't Maybe like you need to work break now. down and stop going on vacation. That's not going to happen. <laughs>
that's a positive. That's a positive. If I don't go on vacation, no one's going to want to be around me. That, that, that's just not an option. Remember we said, if he's not okay. The family's not okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I got to make sure we get a sound bite of that, please, Phil. <laughs> I got to get a sound bite of that. So thank you again thank for you. watching, for tuning in to the Sir Rod Show. I am your host, Sir Rod, signing off. And the soon to vacation, just Tori. Peace. Everybody take care. Till the next conversation. Day.